to The E-Files, a podcast exploring emotional intelligence. In this episode, we are discussing loneliness with your hosts, Ashlyn Brennan. And Georgia Kelly. Um, hey guys, what's up? Welcome back, welcome back. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start off this podcast by saying that loneliness was one that Georgia and I really wanted to unpack because the whole point of this podcast series is not for Georgia and I to get on the mic and record ourselves talking about things that we've explicitly been through and our narrow experiences even if Georgia and I consider ourselves to be worldly women <laughs> yeah we're obviously not we don't have enough experiences to be able to begin to feel to have authority on, on yeah. issues so loneliness was one that we really wanted to explore because it's one that we're not well versed in and that we want yeah. to learn to have more empathy towards mm-hmm. um and definitely this one kind of seemed like well, firstly, when I thought about it initially, I didn't think I had that much experience with it. And secondly, I was, this is one where I feel like quite young in it. I feel like loneliness, like I am only 23 and loneliness can crop up literally at any point in your life. Yeah. So I feel, although I haven't experienced it technically, I'll say later that I have experienced it in some regards, but technically I haven't experienced it, but I only feel like I haven't experienced it yet. Not that I haven't experienced it full stop. Yeah, it's one that you're aware that you know is so common. Yeah, I mean, there's a there seems to be quite a lot of conversation about it. Yeah, it does seem that way. I mean, you and I are like we're openly admitting that we're not really actively participating in those conversations. Now we are, but mm-hmm. it, we're beginning with this episode. But it does seem like even when we went to research, it did seem mm. that there was a lot of. There was a lot of research done on it in a holistic sense, like the physical, the biological and the mental mm-hmm. um, effects of loneliness, which, and then when you think about it, it's kind of, it always crops up, like when you're a kid and you're watching TV shows yeah, and someone's like sad and walking on their own, they'll be like, what, why are they sad? Well, because they're lonely. Yeah. And like in children's books, they teach you to mm-hmm. go talk to that person in your class that's on their own. Yeah, or... yeah they actually, yeah, you actually do. I feel like it's maybe a really, really inherent part of like the human experience yeah definitely because no one like that's like a i don't know an animalistic feeling to like not want to be left out of the group yeah absolutely. or whatever the case is okay so to begin i'll ask you a question okay when's the last time you remember feeling lonely hmm. My, I, I kind of feel like i haven't felt lonely in a while but I'm also the more I've thought about it the more I'm like maybe I just haven't maybe I have felt lonely but I haven't recognized it as loneliness yeah I've felt I've called it sadness or I've called it you know being hormonal yeah (laughs) but actually maybe I was feeling lonely but to be honest in saying that I don't I mean I don't think I remember feeling lonely much in the last year like to be honest yeah do you have any memory from when you were a kid of being lonely or a teenager, like in your... Do you yeah. have any standout memory from your life that you knew you were lonely? Um, I don't think I've ever felt lonely when I've been at home. I don't feel like I've ever... I've never felt really like I've no one to talk to. Mm. Maybe for like a minute, I'd be like, oh, no one will get it. But generally, like, I talk to my family and I talk to my friends. The times that I felt lonely have been, like, I consider myself quite a shy person, so in college or in school if Mm. I can be really shy and like find it difficult to talk to people in which case that can make you feel quite lonely I think anyone that's shy will understand that like Mm. you're 
you feel like you can't really talk really to people and then you're kind of even though you're in a group of people and maybe no one's looking at you maybe no one even notices but you feel lonely because you're like I actually don't I don't feel connected to other people here because I don't feel like I can communicate with them or talk to them or enjoy their company because I'm just too shy or whatever too quiet and that's just like a manifestation of the point you just made that's like the definition of the opposite of the human experience like that's mm-hmm. that goes against what you actually yeah. if you're able to recognize it makes you feel lonely then the loneliness is pointing out the disparity and what you want it to be like mm-hmm. but we can talk more about that later um like when do you think you felt loneliness um i was thinking so well basically recently um i would say that i'm the exact same as you i I'm only experiencing it now for the first time in a very long time. Um, I also think there's different types of loneliness. So what made me realise that I was experiencing loneliness and not maybe not recognising it in other forms is that I was... Um, I noticed that I, I don't feel lonely when I'm by myself in my room, in my car, walking to... I'd have lunch by myself, no bother. Mm. I'd read by myself, no bother. Um, I don't feel lonely... Because I genuinely, if anything, I'm like, too many people are messaging me on my phone. I'm, yeah. I'm actually arrogant about yeah. how many people I'm, I'm lucky enough to have in my life. Um, I noticed it because I saw um, a person that I fancied. <laughs> and I was like, I just recognised the emotion and the feeling. And I was like, oh, that's sad. Like, I... Like I don't have that. I don't. I knew mm. I was. I was actually heading home on a late night, and I was like, not a night out, but just like from somewhere. And I was like, oh, I recognise. Like I don't have someone to go home and cuddle now. Yeah. Which I just realised that's that's the that's loneliness to me. That I I was like, oh, I don't have it. I just recognise that to me that that's where the loneliness in my life lay right now because I don't have it in the yeah, typical well, like, sense. Because you now. want a relationship that you a relationship in any sense of the words that you don't have so that's essentially exactly. what loneliness is so yeah basically we i watched a ted talk then on it when i was doing research and this guy called will wright um just did a ted talk on loneliness it's, i think his ted talk is like a polarizing uh, line or the clickbait it says like yeah. loneliness is is this killer it's killing yeah. us all <laughs> and it was a ted talk i was like okay whatever yeah. so it was, um i was like well i might as well and exactly like what you're saying he which made so much sense to me then in conjunction to what I was thinking where my loneliness lay in my life he was saying that loneliness highlights the the difference of the relationships you want and the relationships you sorry the relationships you have and the relationships you want so if you take that on a very basic level for someone who doesn't have a lot of friends they're in maybe their logic they don't want a lot of friends like maybe not a lot of people have their opinion maybe their definition of friend they they mm. don't they don't care enough about it or they've been disappointed by people so they're like i don't even absolutely want to let down but then they their their whole instinct their humanity wants them to have connection because like you're saying it's animalistic yeah you need it it's a tribe the whole point mm. is a tribe or even if you put that into a global conversation which i was just thinking about is like they say all those people like terrorists and the reason people like the reason ISIS exists is because of the loneliness and the disparity of the people who were in the Middle East yet and then these maybe manipulative dictators uh, um, or horrible militia malicious people crop up and they create a space for all these lonely Mm. people who don't feel recognized and why wouldn't you I mean (laughs) <laughs> why wouldn't you why wouldn't you go to Syria and kill 10,000 people I don't know but it, yeah like, it makes sense it does make feel sense part of a group and which is recognized. so funny because you and I are two definitely two people who would mm-hmm. watch the news watch something to do with ISIS and be like I would never like I could just never yeah. get that 
But you and I could never get it because you and I have never been despairingly lonely. Yeah. But then exactly, and and to bring it back in terms of, that's the one relationship I don't have in my life right now. A romantic one, yeah. Yeah, a romantic one. As I was going to think, like, is there, I don't have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's a relationship I really want. (laughs) But um, yeah, so for me, I just thought that was really fascinating. Well, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I feel like obviously we always bring it back to relationships, but yeah, then the other time, besides my shyness the other time I felt lonely is technically when I've been single I've like technically been lonely and I have memories of when I was single that I'd be like oh I wish I had someone to hang out with right now like I do remember staying in on a Friday night and being like oh it's kind of boring like I wish I had someone Hmm. to hang out with but whether I felt actually lonely probably not because I always had someone else that I could talk to yeah so I had a connection with other people like I could always just hang out with one of my friends Well, then that brings us nicely to the question of, so Will Wright says that loneliness, loneliness is not a choice. Being alone is a choice. So yeah, yeah, there is definitely a difference between being alone and being lonely. Which is why I think, yeah, you and I can say that we, that was loneliness for us. Or you can recognize that emotion in those times when you were like, that's kind of boring. Mm. I wish... But I, and I know I felt that, but like when I saw that couple and I was like, oh, I wasn't like, like, oh my God, I wasn't emergence, emerge, there wasn't an emergency for me to fix that emotion. Like, which is interesting about loneliness because I don't know if loneliness is urgent. I think loneliness is really dull. It's a really prominent pain, but it's dull. And so if I had, if I was just not in a relationship now for the next 10 years, I think then I would really experience loneliness. Yeah. There's, I mean, maybe not because I would always have yeah, friends. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Well, no, I think, well, well, I yeah, I don't know. Then that brings us back to the question is where, or the point that I was going to make, which is that like, I feel like I've chosen to be alone. Yeah. So I just assume that when I get lonely enough, I'll just choose to not be alone again. Or hopefully like someone, Timothy Chalamet walks into my life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I don't know how to phrase it. I think it's a bit unfair to assume that anyone that's alone, technically in a romantic relationship, as if they're, as in they're single for a long period of time, it's not really fair to assume that they're lonely. Even no, though most definitely people not. Would. Well, most people would kind of assume, oh my God, do you not get lonely? I think, but, yeah, but I think that's so interesting. Like that's, I think people think that when you're in a relationship, but like when I got out of my long-term relationship, that was one of the first things I learned. And it's like Samantha and Sex and the City. Like, Samantha's always like, no, I'm not lonely. Yeah. So, no, I really, I, I was always aware of that. I, I thought myself I might get lonely. Yeah. But I just learned pretty quickly. That was one of the lessons I actually did really learn from my first heartbreak. Was that, like, oh, it's not, the loneliness is not on, like, being alone in my room. Yeah. The loneliness is maybe how, like, whatever way... I don't feel recognized by my friends maybe in the breakup or something. Mm. But then again, I didn't really have to go through that because I had amazing friends and I have amazing family and all that Mm. stuff. Which is why it's so fascinating because I think, then think about someone who goes through something, some emotional distress but doesn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's lonely. That's lonely. Because like, I I feel like we're coming from, we're both discussing this from a point of view of people that we believe we've never really felt chronic loneliness. Yeah. But there's, I don't, there's like an invisible line that's the difference between what we've gone through. Like we've gone through times where we could have been lonely, but we just weren't. Mm. So what do you tell someone that is just kind of chronically lonely? How do you even begin to cure that? You can't. Yeah. 
you can't just you can't just force yourself to hang out with people because that might even make you feel better because sometimes yeah. hanging out with the wrong people or hanging out with people when you don't want to makes you feel way way worse yeah and then which is why it's such an interesting factor because i think it brings in so many other aspects about yourself you have to face so yeah. if you're lonely it could be because you're like socially anxious and therefore not participating in society in ways that would maybe cure loneliness 100%. a lot easier um, you also might have your social anxiety might be an actual fear of yours or you might have a fear of bumping into a, a bully or an ex or someone yeah. which could cut off your social supply um, yeah you could have really bad self-worth or be very yeah. insecure which would obviously hinder your relationships with people which is why I think when it comes to something like loneliness and if it's chronic now I'm talking about this in the context of a young person yeah. because I do think we can get onto this but I think it's interesting to discuss loneliness in older people but for Young people, I feel like there's enough opportunity. Inverted, you can't see me, but inverted. Bunny rabbit ears, as my friend Cleaver says. Yeah. Um, there's enough opportunity to get out there. As in, like, how many people do you know that like are kind of random and would go to a pub, not know anybody, yeah. drink and have a bit of crack? Like, yeah. So, or like even not on their own, but like go out with people that you would normally go out with. Yeah. I feel like that's something that happens when you're single for the first time. You're like random hanging out with the most random friends of yours because you're like I made contact with so out. many people when yeah. I've been single. I'm you're just like, like kind of going to a bar one night when you normally would never do that, but that's how you're feeling your loneliness. But my point is like, how do you? Yeah. How do you cure it? How do you tell someone that's lonely? What advice can you even give someone that's lonely? I feel so cliche when I say this, but I, I feel like sometimes telling people when they're lonely, like, the world is waiting for you. Like, truly. Like, my dad has said that to me in my darkest times. He's mm. been like... And when you're in the depths of darkness, whether it be loneliness or anything else, but, like, I mean the darkness of loneliness in this context of, like, you really can't see past it. So, like, you can't even imagine yeah, what exactly. going out and making new friends would be like or finding people who are like you, etc., like the world is waiting for you there are mm. people out there who will get you I think and then if you're still denying that I think there's that that's that's self-sabotage and I think you do need to question yourself about that then like let's say in a chronic case where someone has tried and tried and tried and can't yeah, find and a friend bad experience but after bad experience well, that's ex- that's an extreme example and in that case like I'm so sorry for you <laughs> like but mm. in most cases I think loneliness is actually people can live functional lives but be quite lonely and in that case I think it's actually recognizing that you're lonely how can I cure it okay well I don't want to go out uh, I'm stubborn I don't want to go out and meet new people but I also know that when I hang out with my friends maybe they're not recognizing something about you that you need to feel recognized so you need to find a new friend maybe um that's being stubborn and that's self-sabotage and that takes guts that takes getting over Mm -hmm. the fear and then that also takes emotional bravery emotional intelligence and realizing that like loneliness can be fixed um i think it's just as opposed to any other negative state of mind like as opposed to feeling depressed or feeling sad or feeling angry or feeling bitter your loneliness seems to be so it is inherently reliant on other people so that must be a really really hard battle to fight because at least if you're feeling really sad there are things you can do yourself to fix it but loneliness it's partially obviously that your mindset and your feeling about yourself, but it is partially to do with other people. So you're relying on other people that, I mean, I kind of hate that. Yeah. Because if there, if that's, yeah, I think that's just the human experience though. Like you rely on people for loads of different things every day that you don't even know about. Yeah. Like and it you, is a you human rely... experience. It's like scientifically proven, like uh, we were looking this up and what we were going to talk about is, um, 
being touch starved and but yeah our friend starvation. our friend amy said the word yeah. touch starved the other week and georgia and i were like that is incredible yeah. and weirdly it came up again then because we were we were talking about it with my mom the other day yeah but um yeah it's like proven that humans need a certain amount of touches and by touches we mean physical touches like yeah. a touch on the leg a touch on the back like do you know what i mean a head rub like whatever it is literally despise the word <laughs> rub. rub sorry i'm <laughs> triggering <after. laughs> yeah it's true it's actually i despise it i just can't handle it sorry i'll just say touch <laughs> i feel like touch is grosser than rub because no, uh, i don't know like because I, I think a touch also implies like a touch <laughs> it just <laughs> seems kind of like unwanted or something don't touch me <laughs> but uh yeah so humans need touch humans need human interaction or even with animals and stuff as well well, yeah, I think in that's order what, to be emotionally healthy what we saw like our friend was saying to us as well that like exactly like even a connection with an animal yeah is great which actually I would like to talk about then um loneliness in older people so this is yeah. like a slight passion of mine very low-key okay like yeah because I I interestingly get along with kids pretty well <laughs> I relate to kids like I can yeah, I can meet same. any kid and yeah we can get along great with them I obviously I can meet an elderly person and get along with them in the sense that like I, they're a human I understand how to interact I know they're older than me blah 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 but our friend Madeline is like has said before like mm-hmm. she she kind of gets a bit like with kids she's kind of like oh I don't know what I'm doing whereas with older people Madeline could walk into any room with older people yeah, and be like ah! fits right in. yeah it fits right in whereas we're the opposite yeah. I feel like but except I feel like you are an old woman so <laughs> I, I was gonna say I feel like you do get along with adults you get along with adults, adults really well so yeah. where's the line between an elderly person I don't know because I was with Lucy's grandparents today and I was getting so many laughs from them yeah, so I was like, you you're yeah. no 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 I don't relate <laughs> you to them you don't feel as comfortable yes. but you still come across like you're fine yeah but that's because of my, my personality there's not many people <laughs> yeah. I'm weird around but like I, I I just mean in general like I don't feel massively comfortable like yeah yeah I just know myself I just don't really love it but or like I just get cringed a lot by things that older yeah. people do and it's probably to do there's probably psychoanalysts psychoanalyzing mm-hmm. it probably to do with fucking like I don't want to get old or something but like you know, like they might get food on their face or something, I and I just that. can't. Like I can't. Or if they have like greasy hair, I just or... or like hair, I just can't. I'm judgmental. I know, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I get that. Um, my emotionally horribly unintelligent side is coming out now. But anyway, <laughs> I have a huge grope with Irish radio. Um, but I was listening to I think it was um oh not Ryan Tuberty the other one Ray Darcy, and it was on in my house, and so I remember like walking to my kitchen and being like, for fuck's sake, and then. They had an old man on from, I think, it wasn't Age Action. It was another one, um, which I feel awful now that I don't remember the name. Alone? Yeah, uh, yes, it was mm. Alone, yeah. And they, so they had an old, they had a man from Alone on who participates in the scheme. And then they had the, I think, the organiser, the the and the CEO. Um, he might have been a bit lower down than that. But either way, they were talking about it and they were representing the cause. And now he was actually talking about funding, the old man. Mm-hmm. But just his life the way he described it's I, I was just listening to him and I was just like he he is so well he doesn't know any other life except mm-hmm. loneliness he doesn't so I, I think parts of his life he probably chose to be alone I think there was interesting things so like he uh, well actually no I don't know him at all but from his <laughs> life story I mean his was quite depressing he was abused by institutionally oh yeah and um was he ever married I, it, I didn't I came too late I, okay. by the sounds of it I don't think Probably so not. he definitely didn't have any kids okay. um, and he was so articulate He but he was talking about how he only had like two euro after he paid some sort of thing to something I, like I think it's like a tax he has to pay he only had two euro to live off a week 
What? For four days of the week. Yeah. And that if it wasn't for a loan, he wouldn't be fed. Like, or he would be living off that two euro for two of the weeks out of a month. Which for an old person is just like terrible. Like, I think you can, I could probably hack that. But but then that's the thing again. Like, I just feel like it comes down to circumstance. So let's say if you and I were living off two euro a week, it comes to privilege. If you and I were living off two euro a week, there are some ways that we could manage. His loneliness is so bad because he doesn't have any contact with any people. He also his whole circumstance growing up he probably doesn't know to how how to mm. ask for help yeah so or he's not able to develop like healthy relationships in order to maybe i don't know he might like he might he might he might just like well, i'm just assuming cuz he was abused but maybe not oh yes of course yeah. but i just feel like so what's your point my point is just like loneliness in older people it seems like the in terms of curing it mm. i don't feel like society I'm just like slightly passionate about it because I really don't feel like society is built for older people. I feel like I we truly ignore yeah, them. I agree with that, especially in Ireland. I don't know what's happened in like the last 30 years in Ireland, but I think our old people are definitely getting pushed to the side of yeah. it. Like even in small ways, I was talking about this the other day, that like on we have no like value for older people. Like on the bus, even I myself, I've to- have we talked about this before in the podcast? I get like irritated with an old person on the bus, no. but if they're like not struggling if they're like struggling and not handling themselves but I would still always offer up my seat yeah. but on the bus I have literally never seen someone offer up a seat to an older person on the bus what? ever I've never seen it um, I mean I don't see old people struggling like standing up and like about to keel over many times but I've seen it enough times for me to be like that's fucking awful Oh God, I don't know why we just don't respect our elders anymore. I know that, and that's what I mean it's by the bad. fact that obviously I can walk into a room with them yeah. and be fine because I can act, I can interact with humans. Mm. But I, I don't know if I, I really value them. And I you see, I didn't why. have a lot of, I didn't have grandparents in my life. I had a granddad, yeah. and I didn't really have a, like a relationship with him that was an old person to young person relationship. Mm. He was always like there was just a different vibe, and I wasn't that close with him at all. So. I never really learned. Yeah. Well, I had grandparents. Well, no, they died when you were like you don't know. Well, now yeah, you wouldn't not call over. An adult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't have any grandparents anymore. Whereas but I feel up, like, I whereas like I feel like one of my friends whose grandparents yeah. are over in her house all the time. She has great awareness of elderly yeah. people, and like she wouldn't go out of her way to go hang out with them. But like she'd, she'd be very yeah. aware of the trials and tribulations. Whereas it's not on my radar. Like when that man yeah. was talking, I was like, you haven't shit. heard that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, shit, that man. Like, because obviously I think about gripe in terms of homelessness and stuff and, yeah. and, and not being fed and not having enough you know living in poverty yeah. no, but, but this the, man was yeah, living in poverty people are a huge issue like yeah. and that's why charities like alone and age action stuff are so important even though i feel like if i see that logo i know the alone logo and stuff but i kind of do you i don't even I don't, know I, that do you yeah no. i do i i feel like i kind of i'm aware they exist but i'm not i'm yeah i wouldn't be that well versed myself even though my my aunt ruth who's like 87 i did yeah. my grad film about her my documentary yeah was she's 87 as i said and she's always lived alone her entire life she's never been married never had kids or never been in any relationship as far as i'm aware not that life is just about relationships but like in terms of being alone she's always been alone but she always says like i'm not lonely she's 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 never said i'm lonely she doesn't she sees people next she needs a cleaner and she needs a helper and then she lives down the road from me so i see her my mum sees her a lot but she's technically alone alone she looks great for 87, I have to say. She looks good for 87. She's getting a bit yeah, she forgetful did. and everything now, but I don't know. In terms check of... George's grad film out, listeners, because it's good. Um, and then I also have a family member that I was going to say that told me recently that loneliness is hard, but 
for some people they're really into it yeah um so like that family member told me that it's not for everyone actually mm-hmm. that's what his his quote to me was being alone is not for everyone but for some people it's fine well, maybe for some people it's a choice and if it's not a choice it's not fun yeah but if it's a but choice it- it's okay like Ruth my aunt chose to not get married I'm sure she had people she could have been with or yeah. sure, or whatever it is uh, that's she could have lived with her sister I wonder she could have lived with a friend I wonder if she rationalises it because she made those choices like not to get married not to live you know to live on her yeah. own because she was fine with that I wonder then does she justify the other loneliness because she's kind of like well mm. that's a repercussion of choosing to be yeah, alone but that's what she chose so that's where but that is just coming back to what that TED talk was about is that it's only an issue if it's not a choice yeah like if it's out of your control and you want you don't want to be alone, you are alone. That's where the but then, awful side of loneliness will come in. Otherwise, if you want to be alone, like people, loads of people are happy being, being alone. alone. But then you and I are saying so. But then, arguably, it's still a choice to get out of it, because how else do yeah. you cure it except make those choices for yourself? Well, yeah, that's that's which what, is interesting because that man. Um, I wonder, like, I mean. I, it would just be quest- a follow up question would be I wonder does he feel less lonely because obviously he didn't go out and make a lot of friends he's an elderly mm. man but let's say for an elder for a whatever age person so if a younger person is easier to go out and make friends but for an elderly person I mean I don't know if it is harder I've seen I don't know if you've seen but like a lot of people have put out blogs recently about making friends as an adult apparently it's quite hard I'd say it's really hard that really? doesn't shock me but you know when you go into a well, yeah, I've never had an issue making friends. Yeah, I, that's yeah, probably just yeah, your point okay. of view. Yeah, absolutely. No, of course. And I'm sorry, I'm not like shitting on anyone for that. But I just feel like, I just mean, sorry, are the resources harder? So like I was thinking there for an elderly person, is it harder? But actually, if you joined a bulls club, yeah. obviously that's not easy if you have social anxiety or all, any other factor that hinders that. No, I but think, I wonder yeah, are the resources yourself out there. Yeah, are the resources well, still like there? Day centres, old folks homes, any sports, travelling groups like yeah. my granny I'm pretty sure my granny and she was not like a get involved like old person she was definitely too sassy to ever do that but she w- used to go on those holidays with like yeah a definitely group of people. my friend's grandparents do that definitely yeah. not like, anymore so but maybe you can they do used stuff to. like that that's yeah. I don't know oh my god I, I want don't want to be in, yeah <laughs> I don't want to be insensitive <laughs> by saying like it's a choice but I think there's I think it's worth acknowledging that perhaps sometimes parts of it are a choice yeah, and I think I think always with these if you're if you are listening to this, there's you know, you are accepting like I think I get frustrated when I listen to podcasts about anything to do with emotions, unless I go in with the mindset that there are going to be disagreements, like they're gonna say things and they're mm-hmm. also people are gonna say things on the podcast that are gonna trigger me because I don't want to accept or recognise them within myself. Yeah. I think loneliness like if you're listening to this, you're accept you're you're recognizing that loneliness is going to have a positive and a negative side and the positive being it can show you like that guy was saying he's saying it as in loneliness is is it can you know highlight the disparity between the relationships you have and the relationships you want Mm -hmm. but you know maybe if someone is listening to this and you are feeling lonely or you've actually recognized it as a new feeling you don't really want to address it right now that maybe that the choice element isn't something to feel sensitive to and feel like you're not being seen and being like told to fucking get over it but more Mm. that maybe it's highlighting that I need to change yeah it's a positive thing that it's within your control to maybe change it so I think a lot of it must feel powerless being like I have no friends I have no one to call right now I have no one to hang out with right now yeah but maybe that would that's kind of for me obviously when you're feeling negative it's really hard but if you're in any way open-minded to it 
for me that would be a helpful point is like it's in your control it's not a set in stone thing where you're just you are a lonely person yeah like there are actually things you can do um as a person who makes friends really easy I think so I went I didn't I went to secondary school um far away from where I live and I went in knowing one person who lived in my estate who I was not friends with so yeah I I can't remember how I felt around that time I don't think I felt lonely but when I was thinking about it that's a huge thing to do at 13 years old so I must have felt terrified because I'm not particularly like I can't get up on stage and stuff like I know people think I'm confident and I know I come across that way and I obviously am in some regards but I I actually, I cannot perform well. I find it incredible. Like, if eyes are on me, I don't yeah, really love it. that's true. No, I'm, I really want to battle that because, like, part of me would love to be on SNL. Yeah. Like, I know there's no reason I could be. I'm not, like, developed enough at all, but I just, like, my ego wants me to be. But at the same time, I think the reason I became good at making friends was out of survival. Yeah. Because otherwise I would have been lonely. Yeah. And so I can't remember feeling lonely, but I assume that some fucking... What's the word, like parasympathetic parasympathetic my lymph node system anything I think I must have just gone into overdrive and if you just make friends make friends so my top tips for making friends for someone when you don't actually want to talk to anyone I think I literally just put on my goggles and was like it's fight or flight fight or flight I really think so that's what everyone's always told me and I've only started listening to it in the last couple of years and it does like it does really genuinely help is you have to fake it till you make it. And I know that's such a cliche. Yeah, no, it's but definitely that's true. that's all that you can do. Yeah. Anyone that you see that's confident, maybe they're born naturally confident. They're still faking it a little bit. Absolutely. That's the only way you're going to make friends. You're going to, whatever, be okay in social situations. It's just to fake it. Just yeah. be like, I'm fine. I don't care if someone's judging me for what I'm saying or whatever your fear is. And even, like, things aren't exclusive. So, like, I definitely remember I would have gone and made five friends. Like I remember in Irish college. Oh my God, I did. Do you know when you remember back to something you did when you were a teenager? That's actually cringy. Yeah, and like, God, that if, yeah. It, it, like, yeah. So <laughs> like, and I mean cringy as in like, if anyone knew you'd like, you'd mm. be so humiliated. You need mm-hmm. to take a few days off. Like I, mm-hmm. I remember. So like, I bet you if you ask people in Irish college, the ones that remember me, um, there's probably the majority of them wouldn't but the girls so basically the first year I went to Irish college when I was 13 I made I was in like the bunny rabbit ears again cool crew yeah no but I was um, terribly embarrassing and then (laughs) then in the second year I brought friends with me and I made no friends yes shit you not that is it Mm -hmm. even I I don't know this is slightly off topic this whole conversation but I really think part of my shyness comes from the fact that I just naturally fell into a group of friends from when I was like five like literally when I was in primary school I had a group of friends so I never had to fend for myself Mm. I always had other people with me and my friends were always bigger personalities yeah they did the talking they did the social interacting so obviously I never had to learn that so I never felt and you're shy I I felt shy but I never felt crap about myself I never thought that that was an issue until and it's generally not an issue in my life until I'm in a situation where I'm completely on my own. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, I actually don't know how to like get myself across to other people without having someone there as a buffer. Yeah. So that's where, that's where like... That, and your siblings as well are not bigger personalities than you, but they're as big. Well, definitely my older brother is a bigger personality than me. Yeah. And that's who I would have grown up with, obviously, for when I was a kid. Yeah, so whereas I grew that's up... That's all in, I've ever known. I grew up as my the only child yeah, in my house. Exactly. And I think 
I think that that's is so interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah, I know. That I definitely was probably it like. Sucks so. <laughs> hear me. But like, obviously, everyone was going to yeah. hear me. But then you were also like, oh, well, Roger can just explain, or Rosie can just, like, yeah. we're, we're playing, we're annoyed, she'll explain, mm. or I'll explain. Well, you probably did explain for Rosie, to be honest, but anyway, I wasn't there. But we're, like, <laughs> I feel like as a younger sibling, they get a lot more of attention sometimes. So I could kind of just, like, fall in the background. Like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. But yeah. But sorry, the point about Irish college for me was that, like, I'm using that as his ex- <laughs> as a zig <laughs> You can keep that as a zig 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 zig. Um, yeah, the point about Irish college I was trying to make was that I'm using that as an example to prove that, or to just even, I just, to just even highlight the fact that, like, things aren't exclusive. Like, I didn't walk in there chest out being mm. like, I'm going to make friends. I walked in there. I was wearing blue tights on my first night. I'd oh like to just point that out. God. And I just talked to anyone who would listen to me. Which meant I left knowing that that was the most embarrassing thing I'd ever done. So oh like, God. even though I did a good thing by going and making friends for loneliness, let's say. I went home and I critically, like... Berated yourself. Berated. Flagellated oh myself. No. So, well, that's because I think that does happen. I think... I think well, that's what I would have done if I did. That's why I didn't, didn't yes. ever put myself out so there. So, my point is, is that I think you were, you were just making the point that, like, if, if you see someone who's confident and maybe emulate that, and you were saying, they're probably, you know, there are probably things about them mm. that aren't that confident. That's what's not confident. Of they, course. They might seem confident on the outside, and you might look at them. Because I know, I've been there. I've looked at people on Instagram who I follow that I'm like... And I mean, look, this is a classic case of social media, but like I look at them and compare myself. I'm like, well, I'm not. So let's say SNL, people on SNL. I'm like, well, I'm not that funny Mm -hmm. or I'm not that this. And I just feel like you can look at someone who's outwardly very confident, can make friends easy. And you might be like, I want to do that. But I also slightly resent them because I know I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. You can be like that, but they're not they're not sorted. They're going home and thinking, oh, like think of every confident person that, you know. They're always, if you know them personally, yeah. they're always like, oh, fucking, I really embarrassed myself yeah, last 100% night. Yeah, 100% I have learned that lesson. That yeah. confident people are very self-critical and definitely cringe about stuff that they've said. Yeah, when actually you've after. been sitting with them and you're like, oh my God, yeah. I couldn't stop listening to you. I thought yeah. you were so engaging. I didn't notice anything. Yeah. Or like even, yeah, or even if you are being paranoid about something you said, which actually you don't do often, but I would always just be like, no one sees it like that. Like <laughs> yeah. you think that was so embarrassing, but it really wasn't embarrassing. Or if it was embarrassing, at least it was funny. <laughs> like the yogurt the story. The only person who finds it funny is Georgia. No, I really um, don't think no, so. I'm joking. Obviously, um, no, pa- pander to me, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely feel like I used to be, but then, uh, for, yeah, I wasn't like I wouldn't. Um, it's like I feel like I'm using the Irish college college example because I know that was a time when I had to choose to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. But I know that if it's uh, something like that about being confident in a situation maybe where someone else isn't, I feel like that's just my self criticism, self critical mind talking rather than your personality. Yeah, or rather than like me doing something big and then there's the negative side of that. Like I just mm-hmm. feel like if I'm like, oh, I didn't know if they find me funny enough, that's insecurity rather than I mean I know that's the same thing but do you get my point kind of yeah and then on the flip side of that so part of me is like I wish I could make friends easier I wish that I you know if I start a new job or if I started starting my college course stuff like that I wish I was better at like putting myself out there and like connecting with people easier because I know that I can and I know that I will get along with people I just literally find it hard to like communicate myself but on the flip side of that I also feel like there's such value in what I've the lessons that I've learned being like that in that I do feel like I can be I don't know if this is gonna make sense 
but I do feel like I can be um lonely and be okay with it mm. whereas maybe sometimes that like people that need attention or connection with other people or need to have friends yeah mightn't be okay with that yeah but I feel like I can like I remember when I was I've said before I was single up until I was 18 or 19 yeah I was about 18 no 19 you were 18 in school yeah, yeah so 19 I had just turned 19 yeah and oh, that's so, so long ago I know, so long ago as a baby but up until I was 19 I was single so all throughout all those teenage years I never had even the whiff a whiff of a boyfriend like I was <laughs> completely single so that meant I always learned to be alone in that regard and I I had to like because you got a boyfriend as soon as we started being friends you mm. were, then had a boyfriend so I always had to learn I got a girlfriend and a boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, well done. (laughs) I had to go to parties alone. I had to like... No, you had to go home from parties. Go go home. Yeah. Arrive at a party alone, which to me would be a fear. Like I'd have to knock on a door and... Whereas you always arrived with your boyfriend. Yeah. Obviously we went together sometimes, but like as a rule. And then I always had to go home alone. Yeah, I'd have to like get a random taxi on my own at the age of like 18, which is, you know, just stuff like that. I wasn't... I didn't hate it, but it was technically lonely, Mm -hmm. especially because everyone in our group kind of had... Yeah, partners. So base is a way cooler word than partner. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Partner. Um, but I remember then after that experience, I'd talk to other people that were newly single and they'd be like, Oh my god, how did you do that? Like being single is so crap, being single is so boring. I feel so shit like I have to go home alone. Like that was like the worst thing ever to have to go home alone from a night out. And I'd be like, You have to just embrace it and learn from it. And I think there's literally such value in being able to be on your own and not only being able to but actually enjoying it I was like I love the fact that I'm single in some ways I love the fact that I have my bed to myself and that I don't have to worry about someone else and I can go to whatever party I want and I don't have to worry about my bae being there and stuff like that so I feel like completely and I always um I feel like I did think like I don't know how she does that but not really because I hadn't been lonely myself before my relationship Mm. so I wasn't like that versify it but I 100% I don't know if you remember but when I went through one of my breakups initially we were at your house mirror with your sister in your bed and you were like how do you feel and I was like I feel grand like because I'd done the breaking up so (laughs) we've talked about that in other podcasts (laughs) so I was fine and um and I was excited and you said to me you're like do you know there's so many good things about being single and I was kind of like, oh, well, I don't know. Like, I know it's going to be tough now for the next couple of months. And you were like, no, like, there's so many good things. I can go on a random Tinder date, not to let yeah. anyone. And then when You're my actual, free. like, full first heartbreak happened, which was a bit more... Mm. I truly was already like, I am I know I'm going to embrace it. And I, I wasn't certain, but I 100% will say, like, exactly, I completely agree with you. I think being alone is so beneficial yeah it's if you so if you can if you can embrace it and get to the point where you enjoy your own company I think you're like which takes a lot of work and I it think it takes a lot of work and some people don't seem to be able to do it like I, yeah. I know that we have some friends that I've had this conversation with and they're just like I just yeah. can't for some reason yeah. if they're home alone on a night that's like a fail of a night that's a crap night even if they're sitting and watching a movie with a takeaway that's literally my dream oh my God, they're my... like I just can't like they just feel shit about themselves so I don't know I know. I it's feel, where you get your kicks from. I it's guess. where you get your kicks from, but I just think that's um, that's unhealthy. Yeah. And I think it's. I would never judge anyone for feeling that way at all. And like you say, I, I definitely could name about five friends who definitely have that mindset. Yeah. But 
I would also just say that that's unhealthy. Like there's yeah, it is unhealthy. There's so like it's and it kind of boils down to self worth. Yeah, it does Cause because like I'm yeah exactly. We're both confident in the, in ourselves enough to be like it's fine that I'm on my own. I'm single or yeah. I don't have anyone to hang out with tonight. Whereas if you don't have good self worth, then obviously you're gonna see that as exactly because you're going to be like well this is why i'm alone yeah like I, when i'm alone and i'm eating a takeaway by myself i'm not like this is why i'm single like yeah, no. no like i'm <laughs> or if i I don't, I don't know i feel like i'm not well i'm not single enough yet like we were only discussing this earlier like i i have been single technically for a while but i, I haven't this is my first time in my life mm-hmm. i've truly been single like i'd say since august yeah and that's not a lot even of time if you're dating someone that does that fills a lot of gaps I complete. I would. Yeah. I mean. I. I feel like people who are gonna listen to this who have the other mindset are gonna be like, "Well, it's fucking good for you if you love yourselves that you're able to sit there," but because mm. uh, I suppose I haven't really thought back. But like, they're definitely. Well, as I was saying earlier, I. I. I'm choosing to be alone right now, not like as a fucking point to be made. Like, no, if, yeah. like I said, if Timothy Chalamet wants to walk into my life, that's totally fine. Hundred percent. But I just feel like the alternative right now for me is negative so if so it's like if someone who's lonely and like thinks saying it on a friday night or saturday night without drink or without any company is a fail Mm -hmm. like just turn that around like what if it's not a fail it's like the same thing it's like someone could someone who's a serial dater could say to me like well actually you're not being really brave if you're not going to go out and date a load of people like Mm -hmm. they could put that argument to me and i could go yeah you're actually so right Um, I wouldn't knock that down so I think people who might be like well that's good for you but I know the feeling that creeps in when like Friday night's coming and or even like Tuesday night and it's start when the bad weather's gonna come in now and seasonal yeah. affective disorder is real come at me mm-hmm. anyone <laughs> no it's so real and I just feel like people you're just everyone in town can be shit at this time of year like with wet bad weather yeah. people can just be so mean and I feel like I feel like you're just like I'm picturing like a Lewis and it wet yeah, and like soaking ew. wet and raining. Yeah, and I don't like even get the Lewis. <laughs> yeah, not, I, know, I don't live near a Lewis, <laughs> but yeah, I just think exactly like it's a really healthy exercise to just try being alone and being positive about it. Yeah, because I know for me the alternative is actually more lonely being with someone that I'm half interested in. Yeah, so I just exactly I just feel like. The, I don't I, I'm not on a high horse I just for me it's it's just luckily lucky that the other way I've recognized in myself wasn't for me mm-hmm. like dating people because we because that's not I feel being, like being, like... being lonely because you're on your own is one thing and then being lonely when you're with someone that you're supposed to be connected to is a whole other level of loneliness oh, like 100%. being lonely within a relationship is the worst feeling ever or even in in any circumstance if you're with someone and you feel lonely like that's way worse than I wonder I know and I felt that I and that's one of the reasons yeah. why I would rather be alone right now but I wonder if that the feeling I know that feeling and it was quite prominent like oh my god my it was quite prominent yeah. I wonder is that what it feels like when you like when you're lonely yeah in is that what people because, are feeling because like even let's say if I felt like really lonely with a person I'm still with them like I'm still getting a human connection Mm -hmm. from them but like imagine if I was just feeling that feeling all by myself I don't know I feel like I would just retreat which is I think the whole point that we're talking about don't retreat and I know that but I just Mm, yeah I just feel like it is a hard one because basically with emotions it's a constant battle of do you trust them or not 
And then if, okay, if you're deciding that you do trust your feeling because you do trust your emotion and your feelings because it's so overwhelming, you have to find the line where it's becoming overwhelming to, to that and it's becoming detrimental. Mm -hmm. That's such a fucking hard line to find all the time. And I feel like, obviously, we've discussed before, like all emotions are linked together. So it's, I'd say it's hard to be able to recognize if you're lonely because you're depressed yeah or you're lonely because you're anxious or if you're anxious because you're lonely yeah and things like depression are lonely in themselves any mental health issues lonely very lonely in itself but then that comes back to our point about learning to be alone because one of the biggest life lessons i think i've said this before in a podcast in one of the episodes one of the biggest life lessons i've learned like i can say now at 23 years old is that like i fully accepted i'm alone Mm mm-hmm and for me, that was a massively freeing, liber- liberating experience. Like when I realized that, like, and like my dad used to say to me all al- all along, my dad used to be like, "Oh, you know." Um, yeah, my you- dad said that too. You yeah. die alone, like. You die. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad's always been like. There's like, yeah. There's only you and your deathbed, you know? Oh my god, that's Danny. <laughs> if, yeah, but that's probably why you fear death. <laughs> yeah, completely. But yeah, exactly. I just like. I think before, if you had told me two years ago. Like if, you know, if we, if we had this conversation two years ago, I would have gone like, yeah, no, I know you die alone. But like, you know, like it's, it's, it's like, fine. it's fine. Like you want to have a husband and you have kids or you have a partner and you have kids, like whatever. Or like now I'm just like, I think even if I have a partner, like it's just an adult thing that you learn. You're alone. Yeah. No one can fix your shit for you. No yeah. one can help you out in those regards. Everything can be a plus. And I think once I learned that for me, all these things like loneliness and it became easier to embrace them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a really adult thing to have to accept that you're actually alone because when you're a child, you're always, unless you're a child that's been neglected yeah. or, or, or even, you know, an only child who's had to experience loneliness and may realise it quicker, mm-hmm. just in ge- as a general blanket statement, I feel like. Like the way we were raised. We yeah. I know, we never felt alone. No, never. Oh, but, I don't know. I do have lots of memories of a kid being alone. But, uh, yeah, but, well, you knew that you weren't on your own. Yes, exactly. You always yeah, had, yeah, yeah. like, even still now, I know it's such a privilege that I have yeah. an abundance of family members to go to if anything ever went wrong in my life. I know, I was thinking or about that earlier, making well. the homeless comparison or, like, the two-year yeah. thing. That would just, we're so privileged, that would just never like, happen Like, I can't us, even thankfully. imagine if I lost my home that I would have nowhere to go. Of course, I would always just have family members yeah. that I could live with or... Obviously, that's such a simplified scenario, but I think to, when you're when you're gr- when you grow up like that, when your life's been so privileged in that regard, it is a really hard lesson to learn to be like, oh, I actually am. When it boils down to it, mm-hmm. on my own for yeah. anything to my personal life, it's just me. Yeah, and I actually I know loads of adults who really haven't accepted that about yeah. themselves. To be honest, like, well, maybe you can get by life without accepting it if you're lucky. Like, you meet your childhood sweetheart and you get married and you have a great relationship with your whole life and you're always there for each other. Or well, actually, but, that really. I would then really like to discuss another thing your man will write said. Mm-hmm. He made the point that because loneliness is the opposite of the human the the core the, a core aspect of your humanity, which is human connection. Yeah. He said that then we because loneliness is the opposite, you look you have to cope with it and you make coping mechanisms as per anything. Um and one of those coping mechanisms is that you look for loneliness uh, sorry, you look for human connection in unhealthy ways. And I was thinking, what are these unhealthy ways? And exactly yeah. like that, one of the unhealthy ways is that you end up, I said, like in my mind, I was like bad functioning, badly functioning relationships. But it's like, what well, even to unpack that even more, it's like you mightn't 
know they're badly functioning. So like people who jump from relationships all the time. Mm-hmm. That's quite an interesting yeah, it's thing. such an it, interesting thing. Yeah, because it, like maybe it's not loneliness, maybe it's a. F- but actually, I'd say loneliness is a factor. Yeah, Fear of loneliness is a huge factor as well as like insecurities or whatever the way. And then we've talked about this before. It depends what you get in relationships for. So you and I don't get in relationships to have someone cure a loneliness and b insecurities about ourselves. Yeah, to cure anything. To cure anything. But that's because we've had this. Well, I yeah, I've had the realization since I left my last relationship. Uh, well, no, my big one, and I just feel like. I did use that relationship to mm-hmm. fear to quell loneliness like yeah, 100%, 100% yeah. yeah anytime I had a bad or like even if you've listened to the fear episode where I talked about college and mm-hmm. I talked about all of my fears to do with college I would leave I would be in school I'd be in college and I'd be in a class and I wouldn't be enjoying or I'd feel anxious or whatever fear and I'd leave and go to that person's house so yeah that I was using them as a like yeah actually I've done that before as well I think it's really easy to do like that's what I'm saying this this unhealthy bad functioning relationships that's what I mean I don't think it's easy to recognize in yourself that it's loneliness if you haven't even felt it because you haven't even given your chance yourself Mm -hmm. a chance to feel it or I mean then you have the opposite like you could get in bad functioning relationships that are very bad as in manipulative um you know lots of different shit going on lacking depth people who jump relationships or are in relationships and only maybe get two years out of them and then leave less one year out of them one year yeah Six, seven months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that kind of wraps it wraps it all up. Yeah, um, do message us if you're interested at all in this. Like, or I know you might want to message us if you're like, don't want to admit you're lonely or something. But like, if you've had experiences yeah. with it, we'd be really interested because... But yeah, as we've obviously admitted, we don't have that much personal experience with it. So I think there's such... I mean, we did talk to people who we who've admitted that they're lonely mm. or prior to more... this episode in order to gain some knowledge on it but even yeah we just love to hear what people think or like if you do if you are lonely and you something we said struck you as like incorrect or yeah. like that you disagreed with obviously pick us up on that again we really just want this to be a little community where exactly. you talk about and learn about emotional intelligence <laughs> okay thanks for listening guys bye, bye. I don't think I get afraid of loneliness if anything thinking about it makes me sad Having felt loneliness chronically myself, it does make me feel like I'm meant to be this way. So I guess it's led to a sort of weariness. I'm not aware of the feeling of loneliness, as I've had quite a busy life both at work and at home. Perhaps it will happen now that I'm retired, but I'm not sure how I will embrace it. It is a big thing with the elderly as their children move away.